0: Still staring at us, so I lifted my hand in a little wave. Penny, what are you doing? Elliot's whisper rose in tone by at least an octave. Then I grinned. Speeding up time? Besides, I'm just being polite. He was looking this way. Okay, he's coming over. Be cool. He's doing what? Elliot's face was white with panic. But he smoothed down his hair. How do I look? I knew I shouldn't have worn the trilby today. I look too jaunty. I should have worn something cooler. Elliot, you're rambling. I'd never seen him act so flustered before. I pulled the boa down so that it didn't sit like a fluffy animal on top of his head. And besides, your trilby looks... But before I could finish my sentence, Alex had reached us. ''May I help you?'' he asked with a small smile. He didn't take his eyes off Elliot for an instant. ''Will you marry me?'' Elliot said under his breath. ''What was that?'' Alex frowned slightly. ''Oh, nothing. Ah, uh, I was just wondering if you could help me find a scarf to go with my trilby. It was like Elliot was a different person.'' All his nerves seemed to melt away in front of my eyes, and he was back to his normal, confident self. Of course, I have something that would go with your Great Gatsby vibe over here. Alex walked across to another rail in the store. Did you know F. Scott Fitzgerald's wife wouldn't marry him until he had a book deal? Said Elliot, following Alex. I didn't, but I did know that he was really bad at spelling, replied Alex, without missing a beat. I watched as the two of them walked away, swapping facts about an author I had yet to read. And I hadn't seen the movie of the book either. It was like they'd known each other their whole lives. I knew then that I needed to leave Elliot to it. I didn't want to cramp his style. But in true penny fashion, I backed up straight into a coat stand, knocking a pile of vintage fur coats and stoles onto the floor, I blushed bright red and started picking up furs and heavy coats, but it was all a tangled mess. Trust me to have ruined Elliot's moment. Alex and Elliot were by my side in a flash. I'll clear this up, don't worry, said Alex. I'll help, said Elliot. They both reached down and each picked up one end of the same long fur stole, pulling at it until their hands touched. I could almost feel the spark of electricity in the air. It was their Lady and the Tramp Spaghetti and Meatballs moment, a film I had seen loads of times as a kid. I mumbled some excuses and attempted to sneak out of the store once more, but this time neither of them noticed. They've been an item ever since, and I like to think that my clumsiness helped just a bit. Now Alexiot to have to help me answer the ultimate question what do you wear to see your boyfriend in real life for the first time in two months we rush up the stairs to the top floor where my bedroom is alex takes the steps two at a time with his long legs he's much taller than both elliot and me uh penny aren't you supposed to be leaving for the tour tomorrow Alex asks when he gets to the top of the stairs and stands in the doorway of my room. What do you mean? But I know exactly what he means. It's like there's been a tornado in my bedroom. Every item of clothing I've ever worn, every scarf, belt and hat, is in a heap on my bed. Stacks of revision notes are piled high on my desk and there are scraps of cardboard discarded on the floor from where I put together my final photography portfolio. The only place that's clear in my entire room is the window seat, where I've tacked up a cutting from a celeb magazine with a picture of Noah and me, his arm wrapped round my shoulders. The caption reads, Noah Flynn and his girlfriend. It's the first time I've been in a magazine, and even though my hair looks like a mess... I kept it as a memento. There's also a calendar that's nearly completely covered in gold stars. And today's date is circled in red. Elliot tiptoes through the rubble. Holy wow.